It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's it. There's a new member of the Final Four Club. And they hail from Lubbock, Texas. Celebrating in the streets in Lubbock. Wow. Because Texas Tech Monday night will be playing for the national championship. Welcome one, welcome all to the Tortillas and Takes podcast you are on right now with your boy, I'll be sure, and it is baseball season. That's right. Your favorite college baseball team has been playing for a while now, to be honest. We've been so wrapped up with March Madness and the tournament run on the basketball side that we've kind of kind of taken pause before really diving into baseball, but it's time. It is here. It is ready for us to talk Red Raider baseball, and so with that, I had to bring on uh, the people's champ that is Jeremy Gillen. What's up, Jeremy? Here we are. <laughs> oh, man. Ba- talking baseball, moving up, adjusting gears, Albie. Here we are going from the hardwood to the diamond. And it's just, this is an exciting time because tech baseball right now is playing hot to trot. And I know it didn't start out that way. And we may have a doubter in the studio. <laughs> we'll say who. But uh, tech baseball is looking uh, like giant killers and they've moved up appropriately. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first of all, it's only two of us. So, <laughs> so I I will say uh, after the early se- early season, right that that the the State Farm College Baseball Showdown in in a glo- in Arlington, um, we didn't look great. We didn't look great. Barely beat barely beat Michigan. Uh, lost to Auburn. Lost to Arizona. It got got whooped by Arizona. So that first start out. It didn't didn't look like a great team. Now we were already at the beginning of the season, a uh, preseason not predicted to be that, that great. I think we started out as preseason twentieth, nineteenth in that general area, um, which I mean I say not great, right? Like when I was oh, in school, big if we big were ranked win. at all. That's just amazing, right? <laughs> so yeah, but but you know, so I was, but I'm, I'm our expectations now for the baseball team is will is this team good enough to go to the College World Series? That's kind of every year we kind of start out season and say, is this team one of the eight best teams in the country is this team or at the very least is this team one of the 16 best teams in the country as far as being a uh as far as being a, a national seed and early on this this team did not look like that team 
right? Uh, but then something happened. After that college baseball showdown, they beat Dallas Baptist, beat Kent State, beat Dallas Baptist again. I mean, you got to play Merrimack, so shout out to that. But after, but even after that, you go, you play 23rd-ranked Mississippi State, and you, be, and you win that series. You go to Houston, you play Rice, you sweep them. You beat, beat New Mexico back-to-back. You beat Iowa. And so now, all of a sudden, from that opening weekend, you start building wins, building wins, building confidence, figuring out your rotation, figuring out your lineup, figuring out all of this. Then you have the big showdown starting out against your bitter rivals at home to start Big 12 Conference, the number two team in the country, and you win that series off of two walk-offs. Just this, it, it's been, it went from a questionable begin early, early in the season to, nah, never mind. Tim Tadlock's that guy. He's that guy, and he's built this team up, and this team is, is legitimately, once again, a super regional contender, a college world series contender. They're that good. Yeah, and if you if you're anybody but Alba, you're looking at the roster at the beginning of the season, you think, oh, you've got a really good uh, batting lineup, expected lineup. You've got a really good, uh, you got a really good room of pitchers. I, I just think that it's it just takes a little bit of time, right? And with baseball, it's it's the beginning of the season is always a lot about, especially with this kind of you know Tim Tadlock always bringing new guys in. It's a lot about filling that space out and getting people more comfortable in their position and confident. And so yeah, that State Farm College Baseball Showdown, ah, you know. Auburn, it's a that's a tough loss. It was so close, and you know we only lose by one run. That's all. That's all it takes. But then you know you go out against Arizona, and get blown out. Uh, but like you said, you know really kind of come up and since then you play really tough teams. You know you play, you get uh, Dallas Baptist, which is a respectable baseball team. You get hey, Mississippi State, real, which is real really quick, good. Not to cut you off, Dallas Baptist is a good a good program too. Like I I kind of ran past them. Right. But like I actually and, I, and that was my mistake. I shouldn't group them with the Kent States and the Merrimacks of the world. But like Dallas Baptist is a t- program that is consistently in the postseason. One of the best programs in the state of Texas, which is the state of Texas is already a, a gauntlet to begin with. So, I mean, and, and you beat them twice. You beat them twice. You don't give them a chance. Uh, you know, and you pick up some really good wins. And, you know, then it opens up series for the number two team in the, t- uh, in the country. The one that's like, oh, this is the team is going to go to the College World Series. It's going to they're gonna make some noise out here. And I tell you what, that those that the, the, the first two games. And I don't care about that third game. <laughs> the third game didn't <laughs> happen. The first, Listen, we, it hey, didn't we, happen. <laughs> we won the series. There's no reason to care. We Whatever. Uh, you play two out of three rock, paper, scissors. You don't play the third one. No consolation hey, prizes here. You, that's you won. right. That's right. Actually, shout out to Tim Tadlock saying, you know what? I'm going to Jedi mind trick this. We got guys, they play 10 innings in two game, both games. You know what we're going to do is that we are going to lose so spectacularly that we won't play innings eight and nine. All right. That's chess right there, ladies and that's gentlemen. Extra, that's extra rest. That's extra boys. rest. That's good Exactly. Thinking. You know, hey, you know, Tim Tadlock is thinking three steps ahead of everybody else. Tim Tadlock's on is. fourth dimension. But like, you know, this is just, there was two, I mean, excellent games. These are top programs in the nation playing excellent baseball and how it couldn't end any sweeter than two than a freaking stealing where the pitcher doesn't even look up i mean good grief that guy's never going to do that so, pitching like he's consistent like he he probably consistently has this ritual uh wilson picks up on it steals home guy never even looks up then he becomes a national embarrassment for the ut and then the second one of course the walk-off grand slam like you that's just storybook and so it's been a really fun kind of turn of events seeing this team get into full swing as much as that pains me to say, but feel like this is like they're a full head of steam right now. And they take, they're still taking it out. I mean, they still, they crushed even F Austin. They're still, they're still going. Yeah. So as we, as we are, are recording this right now, Texas tech 
is uh, actually no, the game just ended. Um, that they just whooped Stephen F. Austin thirteen to five after whooping them nineteen to one the the, uh, the game before. Um, absolutely on fire. And and I will say this about that Kurt Wilson walk off steal that happened in the in game one. Um, that is coaching. I, that is a hundred percent coaching of. Hey, listen. You see this picture? The picture. See this picture right here? Look how long he st- has his head down. Look how long he has his head down. Look how long he has his head down. Yeah. Next time he does that, we're gonna go. And I think I think a lot has to be called out to J Bob, uh, J, uh, Coach Thomas, J Bob Thomas, who's the third base, who's the third base coach for Tech. Um, and I, I, I give him most of the credit there, right? I give him most of the credit of saying, "Hey, man, look at that picture. Remember what we remember what we saw in film. It's go time." Look how long he's going to stay down. All right, next time he does that again, go. And that's what happened, right? I bet you he got his butt ripped, and he'll never be – he will not be doing that routine again. Yeah, it's, it's just – it's the way you it, – it's sometimes you, you can't – you got to know, understand the situation. You got to understand what's going on. I'm, I'm a big Astros fan. Luis Garcia, who was our rookie pitcher last year, he, um, he is known for having just the world's longest windup when he's pitching. Right, he rocks the baby. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful windup. I love it. However, when there's a guy on first base, he can no longer do that windup like that because then the base will get stolen every, each and every time. So he, he switches it up whenever he has a guy on first base. Now, of course, not as comfortable as he would like, but he doesn't get the, he doesn't get a base stolen every single time he's up to pitch. And I think the same thing goes for Texas for uh, uh, for the Texas pitcher as well. Is you can't listen. You got a guy on third. You can't just do that all the time, right? And so that's, I think that's one of the differences you see when it comes to college baseball versus the major leagues is that these mistakes are going to happen. And that doesn't matter if you're, you're Merrimack or the number two team in the nation. These mistakes are going to happen from college players. And it's just, I'm just glad that we were able to take advantage of that mistake. And then Kurt Wilson, the grand slam in game two, which in, to me was just as a, even that game, game two was wildly exciting. Like a 16 to 12 yeah. game instant offense every single time the bats are hot when it comes to home runs this year for the Texas tech team, um, leading the big 12 in home runs, I believe. And just this team is, this team's on fire. The bats are on fire. Yeah. You got the devil's triple six here between Coleman Kelly and uh, Jace young with six piece. And then Easton Morrell and Kerr Wilson both have four. And then down there, it's just, you know, the, so many like the 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 ability to crank it is just so spread across like i remember you know a couple years ago you're thinking like okay you got cam warren and stuff like that you got kind of the three main guys like okay this guy's stepping up there's a chance here really kind of the depth of this batting order you can find danger like you have that danger throughout the whole thing and that's something that makes texas tech very dangerous this year (laughs) keep saying dangerous that makes them a credible like when we get into the world series this is something that we need that we've kind of lacked in previous seasons where it's like when we get cold, we need somebody to step up. But then, oh, you're really relying on these like couple of guys. But now we have a number of dudes who can go out and crank it. And that just that for me as a Texas Tech fan who's watched this team come up from a, like when we were in school, Albie, it's just like I feel a lot more comfortable watching this baseball team. Like you said, in that second game, I was like, oh, we're going to get into a shootout here. That's fine, That's fine with That's me. Fine. Yeah. I, I'm not fair. I'm fa- I, let's do it. And yeah, sure absolutely. enough, well, I'll say this. So, and, and one correction, actually, Tech does not lead the Big 12 in home runs. Texas still does. But Tech does lead the Big 12 in RBIs. And I will say this. At the beginning of the season, the lineup was never the concern, in my opinion. It wasn't necessarily the concern of the lineup. It was a concern of the pitching. How good would the pitching be overall? Now, Birdwell has been a godsend. 
He has been just as good as advertised. Um, and he he's just absolutely continued it. But how how good has the rest of the lineup been? And I, I'll say this: so far as the season has started, pretty good. <laughs> pretty, pretty good. I think one one good estimation of it against Mississippi State, holding Mississippi State, who also has a really good lineup, to only two runs in game two, right? Um, holding Dallas Baptist only three runs when we played in Dallas, I think was was pretty impressive as well. Um and hell, even in game one, you hold the Texas Longhorns only four runs. They have one of the most potent offenses in the entire country, right? And so uh, now I do think that this off this pitching staff can be susceptible to giving up a lot of runs at the same time. I mean, you gave up 24 runs in two games against Texas in the last two. Um, and you've had other, op- other situations where you have given up runs. But I, I think the pitching, though, I'll say this. From what I thought the pitching could be, I think it's gotten a lot better as the year has gone on. I think a lot of our pitchers are, have, have played – really well uh not just brandon Burtzell, but but colin clark i think has done a really good job um mason molina i think has done a really good job and really to to have i mean that we're talking about those two guys and those two guys have done a absolutely fantastic job of keeping hits low right not well, a andrew lot of morris too andrew morris another good one absolutely yeah yeah it's just depth i think what we're just really getting at here is the depth of this team is so much deeper than I think we've had in previous years. And no disrespect to those guys on the roster in previous years. But again, Tadlock is just playing this like next level chess that throughout the offseason, he's going out and getting dues. And I think one of the biggest uh, pitfalls of Texas Tech athletics is the offseason for baseball because it gets so overshadowed uh, with football, with basketball. You know, it gets so overshadowed with everything else that nobody's really noticing. It, it takes a lot to go dig up. Oh, who's this guy that Tadlock just picked up? And then you'll have that one weird friend is like, this guy's amazing. This X, Y, Z. I'm like, you don't even watch Texas Tech. He's like, yeah, but I know baseball. And so I think tech, like it gets overshadowed how much work this coaching staff is doing to build a team like this. When you look in the middle of the season, you're like, holy shit, this, these guys are pretty good. <laughs> yeah, and it's tough. Like, you got to think, right? Like, for one, because Tech is now at a position as a baseball program to where if you are a junior or a senior, you're going to be drafted into the MLB draft. Like, it's, it's going to happen. And, and half the sophomores, too, because half the sophomores are of age, right? So of that, because of that, you are liable to have up to 10 players leave for, for the draft. I mean, if a player is drafted in the first 10 rounds, it's a wrap. Like, just a, a nice thank you for your thank you for your thank time you, here thank and you. Love Go it. get that bag. You know, exactly. Um, and then t- rounds 10 through 20 is a crapshoot, right? And so... I think that, so because of that, so you have a situation where a third, a quarter or a third of your team could be gone just off of that. Not to mention the graduations and the guys that you already knew were going to leave. Um, and then everybody you're trying to recruit, because mind you, the transfer portal is still a thing in, in, in baseball, even though I, luckily tech players haven't necessarily left. But now you're going to the transfer portal to see, okay, who can I bring in? You're going to high school baseball and seeing who can I bring in. And they don't have... You know, rivals isn't at rivals two four seven one isn't as prevalent on the baseball side of things. So you <laughs> guess what? Baseball coaches actually have to do their jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's it's tough, man. It, it's absolutely it's a lot, it's a lot tougher to follow this and be a part of it. So every year, as fans, as media, we're think we're looking at it and saying, all right, what do, what do these guys bring to the table? Because all we really know is Brandon Birdsong. <laughs> we yeah, knew what exactly. the guy that did last year. What is the next guy going to do? And so, um, but it's, you know, it's, it's very exciting to see that this team is still where we expect it to be. Um, we are still searching for our first. Well, actually, I take the back. We're not searching for our first national championship anymore. Cause didn't you hear Jeremy? We're back to back college world series champs. 
Yeah, that's I mean <laughs> tremendous output by this team. Just to, just really illustrating the power of this team to yeah. get two college world series and, within the span of a day, like a, a couple days. Yeah, honestly. and one one week has never been done. <laughs> For those that don't get it, uh, Kyle uh, Omlong is that how you pronounce his name? I don't want to even say his name care. on the pod to be I honest. I don't care. But uh, a Texas fan. <laughs> A Texas fan said that after we celebrated a walk-off victory, because apparently that was the first time it's ever happened in, in baseball history, um, that Texas Tech won a College World Series. Congratulations to Texas Tech for winning a College World Series championship. So we won that one, then we won again the next the next day. Um, I will say, I will say though, we're bringing them up. It was all in good fun, right? It was that was, that was all in good fun. But um, uh, we have won a lot of a lot of World Series, a lot of national championships this year, Jeremy. The women's basketball team won a national championship in Austin. Uh, the men's basketball team won a national championship both both times, twice, once in Lubbock and once twice. in Austin. Um, and, now, and now the baseball team has won two national championships. Twice. The year 2022, we have won oh five God, national championships. Five national championships. Yeah, it's been We're great. We're coming for you, Oklahoma State. <laughs> Just watch out. Watch out. Watch out. <laughs> so, um, so now as we, we kind of talked a bit, little bit about it, about just Texas Tech and, and how great – this baseball team has been. Um, but I think if if you want to be great with your finances, the first thing you got to do is go to Adam Goldman, the franchise coach at franchisecoach.net. What he is here is he's a franchise consultant who is an experienced investor, serial op- entrepreneur, and franchisee. And what he takes all that experience to become the master franchiser. And what he does is he helps you. So you're somebody, you've worked hard, you've done everything that you can possibly do to accumulate as much money as you can. So it's time to put something that my family can use and be a franchisee. Well, he's your man, Adam Goldman, the franchise coach. And what he does is he helps Red Raiders first and foremost, right? He's already helped three Red Raiders this year get franchises of their own, and you could be the next one. So make sure to go to franchisecoach.net and hit up my man Adam Goldman and told, tell him that Tortillas and Takes told you, uh, sent you. Um, hopefully Tortillas and Takes can send the Texas Tech baseball team onto another victory, Jeremy. Um, we go... <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we go to Lawrence, Kansas this weekend to play the Kansas Jayhawks three-game series uh, against, you know, against a Kansas team that, let's see, how do I say this nicely, is the worst damn team in the conference. Is that, was that, was that nice? I don't. Say it with your chest, <laughs> Say it with your chest. This team is not very good. They're not <laughs> they a good stink. team. <laughs> if Kansas can win one of these games, it is a win for them. It is an absolute win for them. They're just not. A very, they're just not a very good team. This is not the year for them. They came into the season knowing it wasn't going to be the year for them. And they've lost. I mean, currently, they've lost five straight games. They've lost seven of their last eight, um, including losses to Indiana State, to Wichita State, and most recently getting swept by Oklahoma State. Um, and by the time, I mean, they, 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 well, actually, I take that back. They they just they just played today, yeah. And they got that 14 2 win against Wichita State. Oh, there you go. There you go, Kansas. Shout out to you. Getting a W. It's always good for a team to get confidence right before suffering major defeat. Right? Yeah. Get that. So now, yeah, right, Kansas, let, me, let me revert yeah. that. They've now won one of their last six games. Congratulations. Kansas has been having a hard time winning uh, back-to-back games, which bodes well in Tech's favor, especially with Tech playing so well recently. But I, I know that the Jayhawks are going to be looking to kind of carry this momentum from the Wichita State win because it was so big into kind of this game but i mean 
you got tech coming in feeling very fresh. You're going to have tech, a lot of momentum behind this, a lot of excitement behind the program. And of course, you're led by a really good coach. It's just, it's probably going to be a very ugly game for Kansas. Now, I don't think that Kansas is impossible to get a win here. Uh, but like, I don't think that tech's, like, tech's not going to, doesn't feel like they're going to lose a series unless something dramatic happens, right? But uh, yeah, Kansas getting one win here, even if it's by the smallest margin possible, is a huge win for that program. Yeah, I mean, this is baseball. Anybody can beat anybody. Right. So I do want to preface that as I've made fun of as I made fun of Kansas immensely. But anybody can beat anybody. So that could happen. Um, But I will give you some stats, Jeremy. Uh, The last time Kansas scored uh, 10 runs or more, they lost their next game by 15. The last time Kansas won a game, they are, are, are sorry. I take that back. Sorry. The last time Kansas scored ten runs or more, they actually lost four straight. The last time Kansas won a game, they lost five straight. The last time they won, scored ten runs and won a game, they lost the next game by fifteen. So um, these all these trends kind of go in our favor for this weekend. Um, one thing that does go in Kansas's favor is that they're playing at home, right? I mean, this game against Wichita State was their first game at home in a few weeks. Um, and so they are a little bit better at home, but still not much. They're still nine and fourteen on the season. Still not a very good team. Uh, they are going to have to have tremendous pitching for this game not to be ugly. Yeah, for sure. I, I just, I just don't, I just, I, again, I think for Kansas, one win is a series win for them. And I think for Texas Tech, you're, this is this needs to be a series where you you sweep. This is that's that's kind of what you're looking at in this series is. You, at Tech, you need a sweep. You need a clean sweep for Kansas. You're just hoping for one game. You're trying to, and you're, and as a coach, you're trying to feel it out. Like, all right, who, who? It's 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 one to one after three. Maybe this is the game, <laughs> right? Because other games it could be ten to zero after after one or two, right? Like that's this is this is absolutely um, Texas Tech playing. Yeah, I mean, let's face it, we're playing the worst team. This is Texas Tech football playing Kansas football. Ooh. And Careful. Well, what happened? Anything then? can happen. 20, well, 2020, 2021, Texas Tech beat the crap out of Kansas. But then 2019, yeah, sure. 2019, Kansas was able to, anything could happen. Like you said, they were able to. to anything to can happen. Kansas, we don't so. got to talk about it, but yeah, anything yeah. can happen. Yeah. But, but Matt Wells isn't the baseball coach. so Texas uh, lost the most recent. So <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, so who who are who is somebody from the Kansas Jayhawks that you're really uh, nervous about that we need to watch out for? I think the shortstop. Maui Ahuna is kind of their all catch all kind of guy for them. I mean, he's he's doing most of the hitting. He's getting all the RBIs. He's got a high, you know, he's got a high batting average. He's a really good shortstop for them. And just kind of is that energy player for Kansas. You know, when they've had good games, he's the guy who's showing up and he's the guy who's like getting things going for them. But if he if he's having a tough night, then it's a tough night for Kansas. And that's where a majority of their just difficulties throughout the season have really kind of spawned from. Yeah, I mean it. Listen, Mario Hoon is kind of kind of their only guy, right? Um, Jonah Jonah Ulane, their closer, has has been has been pretty okay for them whenever he's given situations to do anything. I mean, Ryan Vanderhell is also probably their best strikeout pitcher. Uh, actually, he's top ten in the Big Twelve in strikeouts uh, this year. So those are yeah, going to thirty eight in the season. It's doing pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he's he's so, but there's really not a lot of guys we can scream to on the Kansas side that makes us say like, ah, okay, um, well, uh, ooh, nervousness. You know, there's just this is just not a great team. So, um, Jeremy, for us to get the sweep, who is one guy that you're excited to see this in this uh, series on the Tech side? 
uh, well, it w- would it be a sin to say anybody else except Kurt Wilson, who's playing his extremely best baseball in the past couple of games? <laughs> uh, that or Jace Young. You know, I'm always just like watching Jace Young kind of climb up the draft boards so immediately lately has been exciting to see. And of course, he's taking that with a full head of steam and just really, you know, playing excellent baseball in these past couple of series. So it's it's for me, it's one of those two guys. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm actually I'm really excited when we're looking at Jace Young, Ty Coleman, Parker Kelly. Like, I want to see a home run from all of them. I want to see at least a home run in this series from all each of the each each one of those three. Um, it'd be cool if maybe Jace Young gets it on Friday, Ty Coleman on Saturday, Parker Kelly on Sunday. Hell, it'd be cool if one of them hits a home run each game, right? And just really goes out there. Um, but it, that just shows the firepower of this team. And we were talking about this team. We're not even getting to like Owen Washburn and. And Cole Stillwell and, and Hudson White, uh, um, and uh, you know some of the the ability that some of these other guys have uh, to really just knock it out of the park there. Easton Morrell, um, and so this team is just absolutely stacked, absolutely stacked. So it is time, right? Let's let's get our Fields of Gold bottle, pop it open. What is going to be your prediction for this weekend, Jeremy? How many games we win? Uh, I predict that we do get the sweep. I think that Tech is just playing extremely good baseball right now. And after a good series, I mean, after a comfortable series against Stephen F. Austin, you know, you're going to the worst team in the Big 12. And, you know, if you're Texas Tech, like, this is the pad that you need to kind of add more cushion to your ranking, give a little bit more, um, you know, substance to your your overall numbers. And just especially if you can in the, in the regards of like, you know, home runs, RBIs and just pitching well, it's like a really good tune up game um, as we get further down into the conference. And so I, I predict that we'll get a sweep. You know, I think we're just too well coached and too refreshed after that Stephen F. Austin game. So it's a sweep for me, buddy. Yeah, I, I don't I, honestly, I, as we make predictions, sometimes it's just hard not to predict a sweep. <laughs> it's just hard not to. Now I'm not like Kansas could very well win a game. I'm not saying they can't, um, but it's just when we're looking. It at seems the two foolish teams, not to. It seems foolish. Yeah, to say it, we're not going to get the sweep. Yeah, just I these Tech is just a much better team, much better team right now. Texas Tech, the seventh ranked team in the country, um, quite the big jump. Just last week we were 16th, but that's what happens when you beat the number two team in the country twice. Um, you get that big jump, and you prove to everybody that you are one of the best teams in the country. And but you have to keep that up. You got to keep it up. You got to keep going, and you cannot lose even one game to the worst team in the conference. So I agree with you. Uh, Texas Tech wins. Uh, it's going to be at least one blowout win, but at the very least, you're going to win all three of them in a sweep. Um, plus, if our first baseball episode of the season, we're going to make sure to have more guests this baseball season as we keep going. But Jeremy, is there anything else you want to say to the people? Man, two, two months, two full months of baseball. Um, well, excuse me. Uh, uh, yeah. Two full months of baseball. Then we're going to the college world series. You guys like sports are still happening. I know basketball is over, but like baseball is just getting ramped up and what better way after the loss to, to get that win against Texas. So it's just, it's get really, it's getting really exciting. It's a lot of good competition coming up and man, just tune in. Like I'm ready. Absolutely. Not only that, Jeremy, you will be leading the softball episodes this season. Is that correct? Oh, you, you right about that. That's right. So we will be paying close attention to softball as well. Um, the, the, the ladies are doing an, a value job. job. <laughs> 
<laughs> they're doing a job. They're doing a job. Um, I mean, I'll say this. They, on the softball side, they, they actually had a pretty good non-conference. Um, pretty exciting games. But you get you get into the – listen, the Big 12 and softball is a gauntlet. Those Oklahoma schools, they're on another level. So it's it, it, it's – it's tough. It's tough when you have to play the greatest home run hitter of all time in your sport, right? Um, in a series, and, he, and actually, we ain't even played them yet. We just got done playing Oklahoma State, and so it's uh, it's tough. But I do think that these the, the the ladies will 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 be able to pick it up a little bit as we as we get to play teams that aren't based in Oklahoma, <laughs> right? Um, they actually also play Kansas this weekend, so so that'll be a fun time as well. Um, but Jeremy will have. Uh, episode, softball episodes where we'll review the season as we go on um, and hopefully when we do play Oklahoma next week uh, we can just say some prayers and some Hail Marys um, as we go forward so uh, for the people's champ that is Jeremy Gillen this is Albie Shore and you have listened to Tortillas and Takes podcast as always stay wrecked people Sports Social Podcast Network Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.